today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. When people tell me that they aren't meeting their goals or seeing the results that they want, the first thing that I investigate is their consistency. I mean, these women, they're taking action, but they're hopping from strategy to strategy, group to group, website to website, new idea to new idea, and they're hoping to land on that thing, that thing that makes it happen quickly, instead, you know, of giving one method or one action the time that it needs to result in truly sustainable success. And that's because this stuff is hard. I mean, I get it. It is really uncomfortable to put yourself out there, and it doesn't feel good or fun when you aren't seeing results. Maybe that's you. Are you waiting for the results before you start taking consistent action? Are you saying things like, well, when I get more members in my Facebook group, then I'll post in it more. Or when more people are on my list, then I'll start sending newsletters. Or how about when I get more people logging on and engaging in my Facebook Lives, then I'll start doing them consistently. But here's the thing. (laughs) It's the consistency that creates the results. By posting every day in your Facebook group, you're going to get more members. And by sending consistent newsletters, you're going to get more readers. And by doing more Facebook Lives, you're going to get more viewers. Creating the habit of consistency, it's hard because you have to show up even when it feels difficult. But what if that difficult stuff is what took you right to the results that you want? You know, I really do believe that everything is possible for you if a few things are true. (laughs) And we're going to find out what those are on today's episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because Because of Rita, Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. Hello, everyone. As you might have guessed, (laughs) my episode today is a little different because I am sick. And so when I said at the beginning that the habit of consistency is hard because you have to show up even when you don't want to, I'm going to have full disclosure here. Today is a day that I would much rather be in bed I would much rather be resting and sleeping because my voice is shot. I'm all kinds of congested, but I am here for you because I do really believe in this. I believe in the importance of consistency. I believe in the importance of consistent action. So I hope you can work with me today with my voice and be here with me. I hope all of you are feeling well. (laughs) And so today's episode is simply paired with a glass of hot water and lemon, (laughs) because I think that that's really important today for my throat. Now, normally, I would be batching episodes. Normally, I would have a few of these kind of in the hopper, ready to go, so that when I'm sick, 
it doesn't matter. But as many of you know, I just started this podcast in September. So as it's been going, I've been doing the solo episodes based on the interviews that come before it, and the interviews haven't been batched. They weren't all recorded in one time. One of my goals, which is what we're talking about today, consistency and goals and reaching your goals, one of my podcast goals for the next year is to do just that, is to have things in place so that you're not going to have to hear my scratchy voice whenever I'm sick next time. But I really appreciate you being here, and I'm really excited for today's episode. So many of you know that last episode, I interviewed Charles Goodrow, my husband, aka Chuck, and the response has been overwhelming. I mean, I have to admit, right, like I knew that he was going to have some good information to tell you all, but I was still nervous. I was still really worried. Like, what if he's not a good podcast interview? What if he's what if people are just thinking, oh, that wasn't even good? She just put him on because he's her husband. But the response, the feedback from you guys has been incredible. One thing that I have been asked consistently is not just how do you set couples goals, but I'm getting questions about setting goals in general. And as you all know, like to date this episode. We're about to go into 2020. It's now the middle of December, and we're about to roll in to a new year, a new decade. (laughs) And one thing that people are saying to me is, Rita, look, I get that you love power sheets. I get that you love this intentional goal setting tool that you use. And I get that you're a real big goal setter. But here's the thing. (laughs) I have been setting goals forever. And I never seem to reach them. And in fact, I just keep setting the same goals year after year and continuing to never reach them. So Rita, I'm almost ready to just give up and not have goals. So what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And I thought, well, you know, that's a really great topic to dig into. And it really plays nicely off of the interview with my husband. So if you have not listened to episode 17, where I interviewed him, I really suggest that you do. Not only did we talk about our process of setting goals as a couple, but we also talked about supporting each other, supporting each other to achieve those goals individually, collectively, and a lot more. And I think it's a really nice companion episode to what we're going to talk about today. So most of my clients, they do come to me with goals that they want to achieve. I mean, that's the reason that they contact me as a business coach. They're things that they want to achieve in their business. They want to hit a certain revenue goal, or they want to quit their day job, Many of them want to spend more time with their children. They want to get out of debt. Tons of you want to speak on stages, and that's one of my favorite things to help people with. Many of you want to travel more, and you kind of want to be working while you're traveling. You want to use travel and work together. Running retreats is another goal that people come to me to help them with, and creating new programs, creating new programs and offerings for your audience. And, you know, these are really wonderful goals. But (laughs) while these are wonderful goals, everyone coming to me, not everyone, but the majority, the, the reason, okay, the reason that these goals haven't been hit, these are goals that these women have had for a while. They're not new. It's not just, oh, this is what I want to do and I don't know how, so I'm going to go hire a business coach, right? That is how some people come to me and hire me. But the trajectory of this is more like, I've been wanting to do this. I've been talking about doing this. I've been thinking about doing this. Why am I not doing this? (laughs) I keep thinking about it. I keep talking about it. I'm not actually doing anything about it. Or I keep starting, 
but I never see it through. Or I try it and it's not working, so I don't think I'm ever going to be able to reach this goal. Okay, I think I'm going to go hire Rita. Uh, Rita, tell me what's happening, right? So these are all wonderful goals, but the most important step towards realizing them simply just hasn't been taken by the people approaching me. And that that step, I mean, I'm not going to bury it right in the episode. We're going to lead with it. And I've talked about it before. In fact, if you go to episode eight, where I talked about my interview with Don Barton, and that episode is how to be unstoppable and achieve any goal that you want, I will say here what I said there, which is the most important step towards realizing your goals is making the decision to be successful. You must make the decision to be successful first. You can't wait for evidence to show itself and then go, oh, okay, there's the evidence. I now decide that I'm going to be successful at this. You have to decide it first, right? Goals are useful, but the power is in the decision. Because once you make a decision, a committed decision, and we're going to talk about that today, you can set goals along the way to support you in it. But the decision has to come first. You you just aren't going to make a big change if you aren't fully committed, and you can't be fully committed until you've made this decision. Now, making a decision to be successful doesn't mean what everybody thinks it means. So some people think it means, oh, okay, I'm going to achieve this goal. I have decided that I will be fully booked with a waiting list, and so now it will be so. And then they start citing things like the law of attraction. So I've just decided that it's going to happen, and now I'm visualizing it, and I'm trying to manifest it, and I'm waiting for it to come, Rita. Why is it not coming? That's just not the way it works. And maybe we'll have an episode in the future all about the law of attraction and manifestation because I have a few different takes on it than I think the majority of people out there. But, right, what I'm going to say today is that making a decision to be successful means deciding who you have to be in order to take the actions necessary to reach your goals. So let me say that again. You have to decide who you have to be, and I know I've talked about this before, in order to take the actions necessary to reach your goals. Deciding who you have to be, like who you are as a person, means making a choice. A choice about who you are and a choice about how you show up in the world. And by choosing to be a certain type of person, you cut off all other options of being anyone else, which is really powerful, isn't it? I mean, I think it's really powerful. So to put it in a business context, let's say that I want to grow my list in my community over the next six months. Now, one of the goals that I could set to achieve that would be, I don't know, I'm going to grow my list by 50%. But the real power to achieve that would come from the decision about who I have to be in order to grow my list. So for example, I am a person who shows up fully, gets visible daily, provides extreme value at all times in all that I do, nurtures my community, and proactively provides opportunities for people to connect with me. Now, if I was that person, right, if I'm a person who just shows up fully, getting visible daily, providing all this extreme value in all ways, nurturing my community every day, and proactively providing opportunities for people to connect with me, wouldn't it just be 
most likely, right, that by default, I would grow my list by 50%, right? I have to be the kind of person to take the actions necessary to reach my goals. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to make a decision about the type of person you have to be in order to reach your goals. So I know that you've all been thinking about goals. I re- and, and if you haven't been thinking about goals, in my community, I have a free community called The All-In Entrepreneur on Facebook. And in this free community, all this past week and even the week before, I have been doing a series on goal setting, a free series on goal setting, how to set good goals, how to set meaningful goals. And that happened last week. It's happening this week. You can hop on into the Facebook group. All the videos are pinned to the top of the group as an announcement. And I hope you'll check it out because I really think if you're unclear about what you want some of your goals to be, that's going to be a great way to not just uncover goals, but uncover the right goals, intentional goals and meaningful goals. But you're going to make a decision about the kind of person to reach one of your goals, the person you have to be. And so I want you just to think of one thing, one thing that you think you really want to accomplish in 2020. And in fact, I'd love for you to tell me what it is. I would love for you to email me at feedback at readamimedoit.com and just say, Rita, this is my goal for 2020. And this is the type of person I have to be in order to make it happen. In fact, Everyone who does that is going to be entered to win one of the 2020 Power Sheets sticker books, goal-setting sticker books, some really fun and inspirational stickers for all of your goal-setting needs. So email me. Again, that's feedback at RitaMamieDoIt.com. Tell me one of your goals for 2020 and who you have to be to reach that goal. Now, I'm going to tell a story, which seems like it's not related but I promise it is. So if you just grab your favorite beverage, because like I said, I'm drinking hot water and lemon right now. I'd love if it was a hot toddy at this moment. So grab your drink, hunker down. We're gonna, I'm gonna tell you a story, okay? So in sixth grade, I had such a huge crush. His name was Eric, okay? I remember it was Eric with a C. He was like as rock and roll as they could come in sixth grade. He had long hair. It was like a mullet, right? But it really was truly like rock and roll. I mean, this is this is the 80s. He wore stonewashed jeans all the time. He had a leather jacket and a chip in his tooth. I remember that he had this chip in his tooth in the front on the front teeth. And he just kind of rocked my world. I mean, it was sixth grade. I basically had a crush on the school rebel. Now Everybody knew it. I don't know what your sixth grade was like. It was full of a bunch of gossips for me. And the minute you told one person you liked someone, it spread around the whole sixth grade. So he knew. Everyone knew. And one day he asked me to meet him after school. He said, meet me at the top of the stairs going to the library. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm so nervous. I couldn't concentrate for the rest of the day. And so the bell rang after school. And we walked to the stair. Like I walked there. He walked in the opposite direction. And we were face to face. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is he going to do? And he took my hands and he leaned forward. And he was going to kiss me. Like, that's what was happening. He was leaning in to kiss me. My first kiss. And I remember that in my head, I kept saying things like, he's going to kiss me. Oh, my gosh. He's going to kiss me. And like his lips were literally just about to touch mine. When I started thinking this thought instead, oh my gosh, does this make him my boyfriend? Now we have not kissed yet. 
right? But already I'm like, oh, does this make him my boyfriend? Do we sit together at lunch now? I was already on to like all the logistics, right? Now, all of a sudden, I, I like saw him walking away, right? The kiss had happened. The kiss definitely 100% totally happened. I remember it happening, right? But I really had missed it. I totally and completely missed my first kiss because I was already focused on what was going to happen next, right? And I don't know how many of you can relate to that, right? You hit a goal or something starts happening that you've been wanting to happen and you're already on to the next thing. And that's what happened. So I was already focused on what was going to happen next. And so on a day when I should have felt happy, I felt sad. And I didn't celebrate my first kiss because I was upset about what I hadn't yet achieved, which was girlfriend status. And that just, that was not the last thing in my life that I missed. I I basically went through high school, college, law school, and the early part of my career always planning for tomorrow. So after I blank then I can blank. Or I can't wait until blank because then blank. Or when I have blank, then life is going to be so much easier. But of course, you know, when I did have whatever that want was, whatever that goal was, whatever that thing was, well, then it became, well, once I have insert another random thing, another random goal, another random want, right? Well, when that happens, then So I would never celebrate what I had just achieved. And instead, I just moved on to the next goal in search of that next level, like always thinking about the future and completely missing all of the moments in my life. And as a result, I was left feeling like a failure because I never seemed to obtain what it was that I was seeking, right? And that just left me with like this constant feeling of unhappiness. And I know that many of you are the same way because I hear this a lot that you're constantly setting goals and you're thinking that once you achieve them, that there are going to be fewer challenges, that there's going to be more joy. And you, what you find out is that once those goals are reached, it's not that suddenly there's that joy, right? Or that there are fewer challenges. Really, it's just that there's an entirely new level of challenges. That's what appears. And that causes you to need to set more goals. And then you're in this circle. So I see this with so many people who come to me thinking that more money and clients are going to bring freedom and going to bring joy and take away their current problems. So once I have more clients, Rita, you know, once I have that, then I can do this thing. Or when I'm generating $10,000 a month consistently in revenue, Rita, then I can do this thing. But, you know, once they get the clients, once they're generating the revenue, new challenges emerge that cause them to set these new goals, and it just leaves them feeling stuck and defeated and frustrated because they are focused on what they still have to accomplish. And here's like a little secret, which isn't such a secret. What you feel is what you attract. The only way to attract things into your life that bring joy is to be joyful right now. That's it. The only way to attract things into your life that bring you joy is to be joyful right now, meaning you need to stop measuring success by the external marker of goals reached, and you have to allow yourself to celebrate your success now. But how do you do that, right? How do you celebrate where you are now? How do you celebrate your success today and still allow yourself to set goals that will move the needle forward? Right. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. We're talking about these two different concepts that all go together. 
being the kind of person who is successful, making that decision to be successful, and then also allowing yourself to celebrate where you are now because that's the kind of person you need to be. You have to be joyful and feel successful now in order to move forward with your goals, right? So I'm going to tell you another story about a client because this starts illustrating the points, the tangible actions that you can take in your business so or in your life, really. But you know, I'm all about helping you grow a purposeful, profitable business that helps support your positive life. And that's what we're going to do here today. So on a relatively recent onboarding call, uh, a new client of mine, she was really frustrated because she hadn't signed any clients in over three months. And, And I really dug in into all the ways that she had been going about getting clients. And it became very clear why. Earlier in the year, she had spent a great deal of time creating and implementing what she thought was the perfect way to get new clients. Now, the strategy involved multiple Facebook ads, and it directed people to a free resource. And then after people downloaded the resource, they got like a series of emails. And then that led them through to some short videos. And then after the last video was delivered, there was basically a call to action to have a sales call with her. And she had learned about this strategy because she had gotten it from another coach. And, you know, it was it was a really good strategy. But it wasn't a great strategy for her because her number one core value is relationships. Now, my client believes that connections are the way to success in every area of life, especially business. And she is great at it because she is authentic and trusting, and she is the kind of person that people are drawn to. But this strategy that I just described that she was implementing had her so far removed from any actual relationship with anybody, right? It was really clear that when she had created the materials, implemented the process, and even the few times that she posted or talked about her resource, apart from her Facebook ads, her energy was just not in it. It was really just out of alignment with her values, her beliefs, and what she really knows creates results for her. And it kept her hidden behind a screen, unable to tap into like her main strength of relationship building. And that's why she was struggling to get clients. And this is kind of the thing, right? So many entrepreneurs are blocking their ability to reach their goals because they're creating action plans that just don't align with their personal strengths and their values. So on our call together, she set a goal to get three new clients. And what we did was we really reconnected her with her core value of relationships We spent some time detailing out her personal strengths, which involved empathy, positivity, inclusion, connectedness, listening. And she set a specific action plan that utilized all of those strengths and focused on relationship building to connect with people. And the minute that she had that plan, then over the course of the next two weeks, she had six sales calls and she welcomed in three new clients. And if you take away anything from this story, I hope it's the importance of ensuring that your goals and the actions that you take to achieve them are in alignment with your core values and your personal strengths. Because when you do this, it makes it much easier to focus your energy and your time in ways that really drive your success further, faster. So I want you to think, what are some of your core values when it comes to running and building your business? Take a minute, you know, jot them down because they tie in to who you have to be and how you have to show up as a person in the world. 
right? You need to show up in alignment with your core values. You need to be a person that operates from that place. And that means setting strategies and action plans to be in alignment with them too. So I told you, right, like all of these things that I hear from entrepreneurs, right, they're they're setting strategies, but they're hopping around strategy to strategy, group to group, site to site, and they're looking for the thing, the thing that makes it all happen quickly. And they're not putting the time and attention into any one thing to get results because it's hard. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good when you're not seeing results. So what people are doing, they're waiting to see results before right? They start getting consistent. And so they're never seeing the results. You really do have to create the habit of consistency. And that means like today, like me being sick, showing up even when it's difficult, because the difficult stuff is what's going to take you to the results you want. Not that search, right, for that elusive kind of thing that will make it happen, because it's not a thing. What gets you to your goals is who you are being, and who you are being has to be that person that's operating from that place of your core values, and therefore the actions and the strategies that you are taking have to do that as well. And so if you're the kind of person who is successful, who is reaching the kind of goals that you guys tell me you have, you're definitely being consistent. You are a person who is consistent. And so you have to then be all of those things and do all of those things that are in alignment with that. And that means not waiting for results before you get consistent. It's really being the person who's consistent regardless of the results. Now, we talked about that in that same episode about Don Barton, which again is episode eight, I believe. We talked about detaching. And I gave three really good steps on how to do that so that you can work through the uncomfortableness of not seeing the results to be consistent. One thing I will say about the goal setting that we're doing in um, the All In Entrepreneur last week and this week. We're using, as you know, Power Sheets. You know I love Power Sheets. <laughs> it is my intentional goal setting planner by the company Cultivate What Matters. I am an affiliate for them, right? I'll put a link in the show notes to the goal planner. They're almost sold out, actually. So if you really want one, now's the time. Um, I'll put a link in. I do get a small portion of the fee of any sale, but that's no additional cost to you. And I just have to let you know that. But the reason I talk about this so much, and in fact, I just came back, they had a an event in Chapel Hill, North Carolina called Cultivate Your Year Live, where over 200 women came together to set their goals working through power sheets, the, the front part of power sheets, which is pre-work and goal setting for 2020 together over the course of a day. It was really powerful. So the reason I talk about them it's because I, you know, and the reason I went down there and led a table of women to set their goals, right? I volunteered to do that. It's because I really believe in power sheets. I know that the combination of power sheets and embracing the idea that all things are possible, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, is what helped me double my business every single year for the past five years since I've been in business. And, you know, again, check it out, right? It, it But what power sheets does well is it has you create these intentional goals that are focused on who you have to be. Who are you being in the world and how are you showing up in the world? It starts you from a place of searching and digging around that and uncovering and identifying your core values so that you can first set goals that allow you to show up in that way and then create other tangible goals and the actions and strategies to support them from that place. Now, again, many of you have asked if it's too late for you to use that, you know, to buy it because it's already close to 2020. No, there are still a few. You can check it 
that at my affiliate link. And like I said, if you send me uh, an email to feedback at com, then I am going to also be giving away to somebody a free sticker book to go along with all of the goals that you're going to set in Power Sheets. But I just say that because that's why I love it, right? It comes at setting goals from this place of who do you have to be? How do you have to show up in the world in order to achieve the goals that you want? But to know that, you have to know who you are and how you have to show up and how you want to show up. And that's what Power Sheets is great at. It doesn't let you just hop into goals, right? Okay, so to kind of take a minute and recap here, right? We're talking about reaching your goals, reaching your goals for 2020. And one thing about reaching your goals is that it's not really about the goal. It's about the person you have to be in order to make that goal happen. And the first step in that is deciding that you'll be successful because deciding to be successful means you're deciding what you have to do, who you have to be and how you have to show up to reach those goals. And when you make a decision, when you decide who you are as a person, you're deciding who you're not as a person. Like you're making a clear choice. You're cutting off any other option, right? When I say I'm deciding to be successful, it means I am deciding that I am the kind of person who will be successful. And that means that I cut off all other options to be anybody else but that. And that's really, really powerful. And that's what I want you to see. But it can't just be that decision and then done. You do have to set actions. You do have to set strategies. You do have to set plans, right? And part of that means operating from your core values, who you are as a person, what is meaningful, what is important to you, what are your strengths, what are your skills. It means really knowing yourself so that you can be that person and you can set everything in alignment with being that person. And this is before you've ever put a goal down on paper. But we talked a little bit about that idea of chasing goals, how when you reach a goal, you just realize there are just new challenges that pop up, right? Your problems aren't solved. Life doesn't just change. There are just new things you have to take care of. So how do you kind of do that without feeling inferior? How can you stay inspired? How can you stay in motion and action to reach your goals? And I mentioned that in order to attract things to your life that bring you joy, you have to be joyful now. You simply can't attract things to your life that make you joyful if you're not joyful first. So you have to identify the things, right? So when you have these feelings or when you have these goals in front of you, I want you to ask, how will I feel when I reach the goal? Will I feel secure? Will I feel safe? Will I feel joyful? Will I feel excited? Will I feel, how will I feel? And then I want you to ask, how can I start feeling those feelings right now? What are things that are in alignment with my time and my money situation that I can do right now that will bring me those feelings? Because once I'm feeling that way now, I what you're doing is saying, I don't need to reach the goal in order to feel that way. I can feel that way now, and that will give me the foundation I need to be consistent in showing up in the way that I have to show up in order to reach my goals. So... The actions from this, right? Number one, decide to be successful. Decide to be successful by deciding who you have to be in order to reach the goals that you have. That means getting really clear on your core values and getting clear on your strengths and your skills. Then making sure that your actions and your strategies use those strengths, use those skills, allow you to be operating at all times from those core values. And then when you identify 
how you'll feel once you reach the goals, you can ask, how can I feel that way now? And when you feel that way now and do those things that will allow you to feel that way now, it'll be so much easier to stay consistent and work through that discomfort that comes from not seeing results so that you're not like, well, once I see results, then I can be consistent. You know, it's like going to the gym, right? Well, once I lose weight, then I can be consistent and go to the gym. It's like, no, by being consistent and going to the gym, I'll lose weight. Well, that's the same thing for a business, right? To get clients, to get the results, to get to the other end, we have to sit in discomfort. We have to sit in the uncomfortableness of not seeing results and staying consistent with what we're doing to get there so we do get the results, right? And if you can do these things, if you can develop this habit of consistency in this way, you'll reach all of the goals you set. And when you do, here's kind of the final piece, right? When you do, I want you to celebrate. You know I'm big on like, how did you celebrate that? How are you going to celebrate that? But I want to let you in on what I do. When I set goals, I select rewards for for already, like for when I reach them. It's like, I already know that there's a goal I have. I'm rewarding myself by going to Chicago in the spring. So when I set goals, I select rewards and then I schedule all of it. I schedule any appointments. I make reservations. I do whatever needs to be done to have those rewards ready because when I view them as a done deal, it drives me to achieve them. And so what I love celebrating even more, right, than the goals themselves are the actions that I took to reach them because reaching a goal, and you know I've said this a million times, it is simply the byproduct of the actions that were taken. The goal is just a byproduct. The real celebration is the progress that you made, the actions that you took to reach the goal. So by celebrating the progress and not just the end result, you will mark your growth. You will cultivate gratitude for what's here now. And when you are grateful for what here is here now, you're going to attract more of it your way. And you're going to connect with how you're creating success. And when you know, oh, it's because of these actions, right, because I'm celebrating them, so now I know what I did to achieve these things, it eliminates that imposter syndrome and that, oh, it just happened out of the blue, right, kind of fake feeling. It didn't just happen out of the blue. You've just been doing all of these things you haven't been marking or celebrating along the way to make it happen. So to close out, one thing I want to ask, and this is going to tie in to the last two episodes of the year coming your way. What is your favorite way to celebrate? Either the steps that you're taking to reach your goal or once you've achieved the goal, I want to know. So email me, feedback at readandmamedoit.com. And again, one of you will also win a prize from Cultivate What Matters. I'll, I'll enter all the names randomly, select the winners, and I'll be emailing you and letting you know at the time of the airing of the next episode of the Read and Mamie Do It show. But I really want to know, what is your favorite way to celebrate? Because now you have all the steps that you need to reach all of those goals, right? To come at goal setting, to come at achieving the goals from this new place. So there's going to be a lot of celebration, y'all. A lot of celebration happening in 2020. A lot of one-minute dance parties I'm going to do for you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to dance for you. I'm so excited to celebrate for you. And I can't wait to hear how you are going to celebrate. So thank you guys for being with me through this day, this difficult day where I, where I had to show up, but I was so excited for this topic. I knew I had to tell you about it. And I can't wait to get all of your emails. And trust me, the last two episodes of the year, guys, they are good. I'm breaking traditional format. I'm bringing you some really fun stuff. I can't wait. So I will talk to you next week on another episode of the Rita Made Me Do It show. Hey, before you go... Thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. 
and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It Show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.